1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight
2: loss.
3: We're recording.
1: Hello, hello. Hola. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose,
3: where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The The Bachelor. Bachelor, I'm Natasha,
1: I'm Justine. And
0: we have a guest here. Uh, mi nombre es Miguel.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have Mike Johnson, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. He's speaking Spanish. He is live from Mexico. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you all so much for having me. Y'all. Feliz año nuevo. Happy New Year. Uh, it's a great year to uh, do some big things. So thank
3: you. Absolutely. 2022 is the year. It really is. Do you feel that, Mike?
0: 100%. Uh, a million percent. I'm a, I'm old now. I'm an old man. I got gray hairs in my joint. 34 years old. It's time to make some <laughs> things happen. Trying to retire my mom and grandma. I hate nice. to feel you on that. I love that. Yeah. I know
1: you might have yes. the grays,
3: but the hairline's still strong.
0: I don't know how. Grow. I'm super lucky. I ain't <laughs> like that is incredible, Mike. That's jeans Low key, it, I've already said it. I already told my people this. Like, if, if my hairline started going back, I'm gonna do whatever Jamie Foxx did and, and pull it back.
3: Yeah, hundred
1: percent.
3: Yep, 100%. yep. Mm-hmm. Jamie, didn't LeBron, too? LeBron, LeBron came sure back with a, got a weave
1: in. He yep.
0: did, but I don't know. It ain't. He got all that money. It still ain't working that good for him.
1: I don't know. It's still not looking know, all the way it's tight. Still no. not.
0: <laughs> I think it's because he sweats so he much. Yeah I, so yeah, I
1: think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron. But
0: I'm I'm good so oh, far. We, we, we here, so we yeah. good.
3: Very good. It's looking very yeah. thick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: So we're so oh. happy to have you on the pod, Mike. Uh, we want to first catch up on Michelle's season, which you recapped on talking it out. I always want to call it talk to him.
0: Talk
2: to but him. But
1: it's talking it. I was gonna call it talk to him with Brian and Mike. it to it's him. Talking it out. <laughs> um with her amazing cast of black men the bachelor franchises attempts at diversity um and then diving into a conversation around wellness black men and mental health um so yeah can't wait to dive in Mike. let's dive in i know
3: so we were just off pod talking about the last time we had you on was like 2019 i think so fresh after Hannah Brown season. So as we said, you were like a contestant from the show, and we're like, Mike Johnson's here. We're gonna pick his brain about you know his experience or whatever. <laughs> um, so much has happened since then. You're like your own person with your own platform and your own life, and you're more than just a contestant from Hannah Brown season. So, catch us up. What you've been up to? You know it, where you live in right now? It don't It don't feel
0: like that though because uh, I was talking to my 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 agent, aka my, she's my homegirl as well as well, and I was like. Mm-hmm telling her, I'm like, man, my audience, like I, w- I want my audience to get to know me, but I feel like I come from such a different upbringing and background. I was never, I never even watched a single, I watched one episode of The Bachelor my entire life prior to going on. And so like, the things that I like and the things that I do are so different. And so when I, especially on Twitter, if I say something, no one understands it. And so it's just really different. Mm-hmm. So I am not, I'm no longer a character per se on Hannah Brown season. Uh, But, like, it's it's still different almost, you know? Like, I can't say, hey, you remember this from New Jack City? Mm. It's it's just still different Mm -hmm. in some regards. Uh, But Mm -hmm. to catch y'all up with life, you know, I'm living my best life. Uh, Like I said, I'm trying to retire my mom and grandma. That's a big goal of mine. Uh, I am living in Mexico right now trying to learn Spanish. Uh, Wow. I am... I got, I'm working on my best body ever. I am extremely uh, in a, I'm in a good place. I mean, I live in Mexico by myself, right. so I do a lot of meditation. Uh, wow. I walk and I, I meditate a lot. My homeboy was here last week. He said, man, Mike, you're really like in a zen. I'm high off life. And I'm just in this mm-hmm. zone right now. Oh my, I call it my Janae Aiko vibes right now.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> I was gonna say. was a good feeling. place. Very big Sean right
0: now. Very yeah. <laughs> big Sean post-Janae, yes. <laughs> Wait, post-Janae, they not together no more? No, no, no,
1: they're still Oh together. I'm like, I'm like hold on, you're telling me hey, something I'm
3: new. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scare us. <laughs> That's awesome. You look refreshed and and glowing. What triggered this move to Mexico? Uh,
0: honestly, I'm I'm blessed, right? And I'm, I'm blessed and I'm in a position to be able to. And so... I'm a firm believer if you're not doing something that makes you humble every single day then you're not living. And what I mean by that is like for example For example, uh, I feel like I'm the dumbest person in all my classes, but it's making me humble. It's making me work hard. And so I just love that feeling. I don't know, it feels good. Yeah.
1: Wow. Did you learn learn Spanish yeah. first or move to Mexico
0: first? Oh, I moved to Mexico first. I moved, Wow, I moved it, ambitious. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely ambitious. That's wow. like, that should be my my homeboys when we've, like, what are three words to describe each other? Ambitious is one of mine, and then probably goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I moved to Mexico on a Saturday, and I started classes on a Monday, so. Okay. Yeah. okay.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. And so learning Spanish was kind of part of the catalyst of moving.
0: Yes, it, like it, it was the catalyst. Yes, it was the catalyst. Well, also, he- I wanted to... I genuinely wanted to take time to distance myself from just, I guess, what "quote unquote" my normal life is. Uh, I'm also mm-hmm. I'm writing a TED talk, and I'm uh, I'm doing the TED talk mm. next month. Y'all are the first person I've told that to. Nice, uh, wow. So you know, congrats. Thank you. I'm doing a lot of reading and research, and I'm genuinely Damn. liking in such a Zen vibe right now. So that's where I'm at. That's
3: awesome. Nice. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's a g- great, strong start to 2022, which everyone, we're trying to, like, capture that energy, but you're, mm-hmm. like, fully living in it. So, shout out to you. We're only mm-hmm. halfway, through <laughs> halfway through the month. Halfway
0: through the month. I'm living my best life. I'm,
3: yeah, we just started January. <laughs> I promise
0: you, this first quarter will sure. be my, my personal, and I'm not comparing myself to no one else, but for me personally, mm-hmm. the biggest first quarter I've had in my entire life, as far as, like mentality mm. as far as like my wallet as far as like education mm. as far as like leveling the fuck up mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. So, oh, yes. yeah that's mm-hmm. really an impressive kind of goal out of this covid life we're still in it we are definitely still in a pandemic so yeah how have you gotten to this place during a global pandemic because i think a lot of people mm. are struggling with that to be honest it's mm-hmm.
0: So when, when we were on quarantine back in 2020, quarantine radio, uh, <laughs> I bought a bike. And because, you know, I'm y'all know I'm really big on just self-love and, like, just being positive and happy. And so I bought a bike because mm-hmm. I was feeling my happiness deteriorate because I, was, I wasn't I was getting no uh, sun. And so I wasn't act- moving. Yeah. I wasn't even moving my body. And so I bought a bike. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I was like, something else that I love to do. Is to travel and experience. I genuinely love to experience new things and to become humble yeah. by seeing how someone else lives life. Like I cannot express the feeling it makes me feel when I could be like, like my homie was here last week. I was showing him some certain things and we was just reflecting, like, damn, we have it so good in America despite the bullshit we got to go through. And so mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: to me, just I wanted to connect again. I mean, I haven't been in the military in quite yeah. a long time, and so. I haven't lived mm-hmm. somewhere for a while. I'm living here for four months, and so
2: mm-hmm.
0: I just felt. And then, shit, talking about COVID. COVID is is worse in America, despite what people may tell you. Uh, I'm living. I've lived mm-hmm. both, so I'm, I'm proof in, this, in the pudding. Uh, the numbers mm-hmm. are not nearly as high here. Uh, my parents always tell me they like watch out for them gringos that be coming down there a vacation.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm Bringing the nastiness. <laughs> <laughs> Brand. Um, washed hands. That's, that's, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, there's a lot of people here that a lot. Of, we live. We're all blessed to like live in this day and age because some people, not all people, work from home, right? And so, mm-hmm. as long as yep. you got a good ass internet connection, you can take your ass anywhere. <laughs> and so, you know, that's, that's what sure. I did. Yeah.
3: Good for you. Yeah. I mean, that's been. Huge for me, too. Like, the whole working from home thing. Um, getting to just pick up and go live somewhere for a little bit. Yeah. Me and my fiance went down to New Orleans for two weeks. Nice. We were just living in New Orleans, working from there. That's so dope. Um, which was a huge, yeah, that's a huge benefit of COVID, honestly. we could have never done that before. Yeah. So, I love that. Like, flexibility to just, as you said, like, pick up and move to Mexico. Do it now. Why, you know, when else could we do something like that?
0: Exactly. So, I'm just so. exactly what you said. I'm just trying to embrace this. And I, I always yeah. find that there's... You can find positivity in anything. Uh, you know, some bad things have taken place over me since I've been here, but I still find the positivity. I'm living in another country, learning another language, experience different parts mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm.
2: That's
1: awesome. yeah. And you can always come back if you had to. Now I'm coming
0: back. I still come back you monthly. Got stuck. I come back every month. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I promise. You know, I'm big on piggy promises. I promise my little Minty. Y'all know I am mentor Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, mm-hmm. I promise mm-hmm. my little homie I will see him every single month. So I still go
3: back. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's great You kept it up Oh, for sure
0: mm. These, you know Yeah He's a kid, right? So therefore I'm a part of Shaping his brain And like if I'm lying to him yeah. Subconsciously He's gonna remember that You feel me? And so mm-hmm. I, I wanna mm-hmm. be a positive Influence on him And he's like Damn, this dude's on TV yeah. This dude doing podcasts This dude's doing everything He's learning Spanish In another country He still comes back And mm-hmm. sees me You know, I think that's mm-hmm. pretty
3: cool Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that consistency is so key yeah. with like a mentorship program. Yeah. That's crucial. Nice. Um, so I would say thinking back to where we were when we last interviewed, where we were, where you were, where you last interviewed to where you are now, your life has kind of blossomed. I mean, we see you everywhere, you're doing a lot of things, you're keeping busy. How would you say your life has evolved over these past like two years? Um, so many opportunities coming your way, like how do you keep up with everything and how would you say life has changed? I would say uh,
0: my mindset is the exact same, but one Mm. huge thing that has changed is something I used to complain about. I put my head down because it's embarrassing to say, but it's true to say. I used to be like, man, I want some nepotism. You know, I, I, I am yeah. not going to lie about it. That's what I used to be like.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: but I'm being 100 right. I used to like I want nepotism, yeah. and so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you go on a show like the show that I went on, mm-hmm. nepotism happens. Uh, yeah. And Absolutely. I mean, you still have to hustle and put in the work because i I've, I've talked to a lot of homies from the show, you know, trying to give them advice, which is crazy because now I'm like a. A, a big brother in the show since. Like yeah, I'm like a, I'm like an OG in the show. I don't feel like an OG, <laughs> but I'm like an OG, and like I'll talk to the yeah. homies or whatever, giving them advice. I'm like, there's, mm. you know, I don't know if y'all have heard the saying. There's, it's called when opportunity meets luck. The mm-hmm. uh, the luck is the going on the show, right? The opportunity you have mm-hmm. to have that mindset. You got to have that hustle and uh, mentality. Uh, like I will fly wherever I need to fly the same day. Perfect example. I, I was a bear for my great grandmother's funeral uh, last month, mm-hmm. but I still flew to Texas to see my mentee, and still flew to L.A. Uh, to make sure I saw my homeboy Brian, my co-host, his grand opening of mm-hmm. his uh, chiropractic center. Right? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I met somebody, an agent, dude, and like, you, you, you just still got to move. You just, just got to move and work your ass off. And so that's the my personality mm-hmm. hasn't changed, but the nepotism have. I wouldn't have been able to be in the door. Until, unless mm-hmm. I had been on the show and so mm-hmm. that's what's changed mm-hmm. but everything else is the mm-hmm. same I'm mm-hmm. still extremely frugal with my money uh, mm-hmm. I was a financial advisor before going on the show so I invest every single penny mm-hmm. uh, I still love to travel I'm here in Mexico uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still right. a volunteer I mean everything else is the same mm-hmm. still, I've still dated mm-hmm. I just don't date publicly now uh, you know good for you yeah for I've you. had two girlfriends yes. since the show uh, oh wow yeah
1: no didn't
0: know either of them. Didn't
1: wow. know that at all. Good for <laughs> okay. you. You kept that yeah. under wraps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, oh, God. you learn from your mistakes. You uh, you know, you lick your wounds, you yeah. keep moving.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, we love a king with boundaries. Wow. All
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so I think, sorry, just to conclude, like, so because you talked about nepotism in the franchise, we see, you know, you have the new podcast or not that new, but yeah, just, talking it yeah. out as part of Bachelor franchise. And so it sounds like you're almost like advice to others within the franchise is like maintaining. Sounds like you just having a strong work ethic. People see that being a reliable person. People see that being willing to hustle. People will see that. Yeah, I,
0: that's. Yeah. To be honest, that's the number one thing I would say to anybody. Uh, I truly, I was rookie of the year when I was a financial advisor, and it wasn't because I was more intelligent. That's for damn sure not the case. I literally mm-hmm. just worked my ass off, and I would write down my goals every single day, and I think that the universe has heard me, and it made it happen, and it came to fruition. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I went on, you know, Big Sister Rachel Lindsay's podcast when she was with part of Bachelor Nation back in the day, and that's mm-hmm. just crazy to say back in the day. And mm-hmm. I talked to a, a producer afterwards. I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to get up in the door," and uh, he was like, "I right, bet. Uh, hit me up next time you come to LA." What did I do? I hit him up next time I came to LA. Mm-hmm. Chopped it up, Can't you know, and you follow through. You just—it's just simple things that everyone tells us. And I just want to say, like, if nepotism doesn't happen to you, because it's not going to happen to everybody. Like, no lie, my goal. This is going to sound weird to the listeners, but this is my upbringing where I come from. Right. My goal mm-hmm. used to be successful uh to have a badass woman never cheat on her be wealthy rich be tatted up have never been a ball player or a, a actor like on TV, right? Mm-hmm. And cuz I wanted my little cousins to be like, "Damn, that shit is possible." Uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't got the, the you know uh, the soul spirit of woman yet uh nor my I, I ain't going to say my financial status, but like <laughs> I I was on TV, so that hurts me like it genuinely personally hurts me because I mm-hmm. one of my little cousins is going to be like well you did this and I'm like homie I was doing this yeah. before this and so
2: mm-hmm.
0: I would say to anybody that doesn't get that nepotism because it's not guaranteed if you are putting in everything else homie it will happen mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. still going to happen like I look at Rachel Lindsay I look at Jojo Fletcher I look at you know like individuals like that from talking about from my uh world I guess you would say bachelor nation I'm like damn I'm trying to get mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to mm-hmm. I'm not even trying I'm I'm, I'm going to do it I'm gonna make it happen you know I'm mm-hmm. I am going to be mm-hmm. the most successful person that I know when I'm, and I'm coming about success means waking up every single day doing exactly what I love to do and so
3: yeah
0: yeah it can happen to us all you still got to have that hustle mentality yeah
3: I think you definitely still have to get after it absolutely I think JoJo Fletcher, I'm not sure what grind, how much grind Me she has to put either. in. Me <laughs> No, very true,
0: very true. I don't, right? I don't know her personally. I just, I see numbers. Right. I don't, know, I, uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know JoJo personally. I know Rachel personally. And I know that girl. Yeah. Right. Rachel's
3: different. But we see working. Rachel worked her <laughs> ass off,
0: you Yeah. Like, yeah. She, worked off. It, she works like Ryan Secrets. She works does. She's do. she
1: always on TV. She's everywhere. Always on the internet. It's, like, it's genuinely...
0: Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. I love to see it. Like, that's one reason why I'm learning Spanish is that y'all gonna start seeing me speaking mm-hmm. Spanish to y'all. Be like, damn, is this boy black or Mexican? What's up? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even playing. Like, I, I, I'm coming for everything. And, you know, you gotta put in the work to be able to do yeah. it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love the drive. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, what would you say at this point is, like, your platform and your mission you talked about how your audience how you still have an issue kind of connecting with them on maybe a colloquial level um so what at this point especially since you have a ted talk coming next month what is your platform and your mission how did you arrive there how did you get there um Mm -hmm. so
0: i don't think i've even said what my mission is as of yet but how did i arrive there i love the way that you asked that question especially when you said the colloquialism aspect so, I, I wrote a book a couple of years ago, uh, mm-hmm. independently, didn't get, some people be hating, they be mm-hmm. like, oh, you got, you was on a show, so you got paid, like, nah, bro, I paid my own money to make this happen, but, mm-hmm. I gotta stop doing that, I sound like Wale, but, <laughs>
3: oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, you have to have pride in it, I, I, you do. publishing you a book, that takes work, yeah, I definitely got
0: pride in my book, you know, that was, that Absolutely. was all me, like, Mm-hmm. Do you know how much printing paper costs? Do you know how much shipping and handling costs? Right. Like, that was all me. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But so I wrote a book and I talk about being sexually taken advantage of. Right, when I was a child. Uh, then when I joined the military, I became what we call a victims' advocate. Uh, and what a victims' advocate is, someone who uh, takes classes and becomes uh, abreast and knowledgeable around the things that happens when someone becomes a victim of sexual assault. I was the only male in on my entire base, right? And then uh, mm-hmm. when I got out the military, uh, my ex and I had a miscarriage, um, and then I created a four-part mm-hmm. TV series which were award-nominated. We just got nominated uh, January 9th a couple of days ago. Nice. First time wow. ever creating a show. I'm a, uh, and so a lot of people's hate on me for that, but and uh,
3: congrats. Th- That's huge. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So you know, my ex and I had a miscarriage. So those three things. Mhm.
3: Uh, mhm
0: led me into this path and my TED talk is actually I'm not going to say exactly what it's about uh, but it pertains to how to be the better how to be a better lover and mm-hmm. so I'm a I'm mm-hmm. a certified sex coach and to your question mm-hmm. of how did I get to where I am it's just the things that have taken place in my life and I really want mm-hmm. to educate people and I want to inspire people and I want people to Uh, Do what my book says, which is making the love you want. Uh, And so Mm -hmm. that's how I came to where I'm at. And that's what my TED talk is about. And that's where, like on my TikTok, I think I say, the bio says, uh, class will be starting soon. Random shit for right now. I'm going to be going to that direction of, yeah, certified sex coaching.
3: Okay. Nice. How does one become a sex coach and what um, prompted getting that type of certification and not just using your platform to talk about sex and dating and relationships?
0: Because I feel like, uh, what is it called when? Imposter syndrome. Right. Uh, okay. So yeah. I actually started this before going on the Bachelorette. Uh, some people are going to never believe me, whatever. But you know, it's sad that when you get this platform, you have a more, sometimes you know that people will always just be pessimistic, and I really hate that. That, that mm-hmm. I've learned mm-hmm. that now. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it happened when my ex and I had a miscarriage, right? And it was extremely mm-hmm. hard. And I was a dumbass dude. Uh, what I mean by that is I didn't know how to convey, nor co- I didn't know how to like listen to her. Like I, mm-hmm. I just didn't know, right? And so, and she also mm-hmm. didn't know how to communicate. Her what was going on and so I vowed mm-hmm. to be better you know when I get into my next relationship if it were to happen again and so I was looking up all kind of stuff and uh, even when we were together we went to uh like sex counseling or whatever and so mm-hmm. after we had broke up I said I want to learn more like and so I just I wanted to learn more about it and so right now I know more about women than some women do I don't know everything about women because mm-hmm. people will mm-hmm. take that headline and be like, oh, whatever. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: I just wanted to be a better man, and so that's why I got into this. Yeah. And I actually yeah. started this program. It's a two-year certification. I started before going on the bachelor. Then boom, you go on the bachelorette, and then mm-hmm. you hella busy. And so like, mm-hmm. I took like a yeah. hiatus from it or whatever. But uh,
2: from it, mm-hmm. you
0: know, last year with COVID, after I wrote my book, I got back into it. And so now I'm mm-hmm. certified.
3: Wow. That's awesome. That is, I mean, that's, that's amazing a,
1: alignment.
2: Uh,
3: yeah. And hearing the context that you were already on this path before you went on the bachelor Correct. or before you went on the bachelorette um, which I think is provides you with some um, I mean, for the naysayers and the doubters, they're always going to say whatever they want. But you were kind of on this path already. You're not someone who okay, I have a podcast now. I wrote this book now. You know, I'm talking on my ass. Like, no, I've been on this journey. I have my experiences. I sought out certification, and I was doing this even before I got on the show and have this platform. So, shout out to you for just like providing that context for us because I think that's really important part of your story. Yeah, I
0: appreciate, it. and that's another reason for the TED Talk because of. Because of the haters, they're going to say exactly what you just said. Oh, you're just doing this because you was on the show. You're just trying to make a dollar out of this way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bruh. first off, who from the Bachelors ever done a TED Talk? You have to know what you're talking about. Mm
3: -hmm. Right. I don't know mm -hmm. if anyone has. Like, secondly,
0: I'm certified. I'm actually, uh, there's a certification I'm going for next, which will make me one of two cisgender black men in the entire country Mm -hmm. of America. So, like, Mm -hmm. the haters will literally have nothing Mm -hmm. to say. except Except for just hate mm-hmm. hey, at that mm-hmm. point in time, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna know Spanish. So I'm gonna be doing it in both languages. Uh, wow! So yeah, I'm just really, I'm really focused on this, and I'm I'm so focused on it that like, because I am a financial forward-thinking person at first. Uh, yeah. Like I've put things in place to always keep cash flow coming, like you know, mm-hmm. trying to buy assets mm-hmm. and keep those coming. Yep. And then you stay hustling. Yeah. And then working on my passion, which is just I'm trying to educate. I want, like, that little 17-year-old boy or that 17-year-old girl or that 17-year-old individual uh, to have a place to go when they can't talk to somebody else. Or I want that 43-year-old mm-hmm. mother to have somewhere to go, that, that 34-year-old dude to have somewhere to go, or that 17-year-old guy that got erectile dysfunction. He's 17. He don't know what the hell he's doing. You know, I just want to be somewhere, mm-hmm. a place that, where all these kids can go to, all these individuals,
1: human beings can go.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so it seems like part of your mission is that you're motivated by service you're motivated oh, for sure. by being in service to others i think the air force definitely mm-hmm.
0: stapled that into me mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow that makes That's sense amazing.
3: yeah i mean shout out to you mike yeah, i mean man. also just for i would say you're you're definitely a public figure now you know Don't you're you have people you have you have critics, though, right? Oh, for you sure. have critics.
2: For sure.
3: I mean, you have haters, essentially, you know, people who are going to say something about all of this. Okay. How do you stay grounded? How do you kind of, you know, Bachelor Nation talks a lot about the hate of Bachelor Nation, the, you know, the people on Twitter, the haters on social media. How do you kind of deflect, stay grounded, and still pursue all the things that you're pursuing without letting it knock you down?
0: It's easy to stay grounded because, like, I'm not... Uh, Beyonce. I'm not Jay-Z. I'm not like no superstar. So mm-hmm. therefore I don't know how nobody in my position or any reality, TV, unless you like Cardi B who came from reality TV, but now she's like Cardi B. Unless you somebody mm-hmm. like that, <laughs> bro, we just on reality TV. Like it's it's so easy to be <laughs> humble. Like you go to Walmart, not everybody mm-hmm. at Walmart is going to know who you are.
3: <laughs> yeah. True.
0: You go on, yeah. Beyonce walking to Walmart, Yo. <laughs> Yeah. so that's Beyonce so to me when I hear that question mm. I'm like I don't know how any reality TV person could say anything other than what I just said literally mm. like mm. literally like, I just don't understand it I, to me it's like bro you, mm. and I say bro like without gender like mm. bro you just did a couple reality TV shows homie. you know like you're not, right. you're not the rock you know you're not, right. you're not Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio
3: you know like, yeah. so like <laughs> you are still a regular yeah. regular person exactly. out here yeah. exactly
0: so for me the humble <laughs> aspect is just that but also mm-hmm. we 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 have gotten to a level of where you can get hate you know what I mean mm-hmm. there's like right. a level to mm-hmm. where you yeah. just don't get hate you might get hate from like seven people but then there's this level that we're on to where you get hate from like thousands of people mm-hmm. right yeah Uh, Brad Pitt gets hate from millions of people you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so Mm -hmm. we're at that 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 not even middle tier we're at like the below middle tier Uh, (laughs) and so when it comes to how do I stay zoned in from the hate because I mean I get thousands of people every single day that talk shit to me Uh, or or like on a weekly Mm -hmm. basis but not daily Mm -hmm. and it's just a few things one I've always said it I got the best homies in the world I genuinely do Mm -hmm. every first Mm -hmm. of the month it might be the first second or third fourth depending on what we got going hey what's good homie Mm -hmm. how you doing how your mama how your mental how your money how's everything going you know we Mm -hmm. check in with each other Uh, it's four of us and then I would say Mm
2: -hmm.
0: my teacher told me that she's like Mike she said it in Spanish I can't go say it in Spanish right now she was like Mike you're really humble for like cause like they knew who I was or whatever and she's like you're really humble
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and I'm like I'm the dumbest person in class. What you mean? Why would I be anything other than? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> that will
3: keep you humble. Yeah. Home real quick. Like,
0: if anyone <laughs> is not humble, how about you go learn something brand new? to where you are the dumbest person in the room? You will get humbled really mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll bring you right like, now. I don't care if that is yeah.
0: Beyonce, right? That's anybody, you know. And so mm-hmm. that's another mm-hmm. way that I stay humble. And then I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not even number one in Bachelor Nation. You know what I mean? So like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To me, it's so easy to stay humble, uh, yeah. but yeah. but for the hate, one thing that really helped me out, and this was as of late because you know which I'm sure y'all, uh, this was as of late. I asked myself the question every single day. What would I do if I already loved myself, right? And so when mm-hmm. you get that hate, when you know Big Sister Rachel Lindsay, she got that her book coming out, uh, missing with that coming mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. next week. Make sure y'all get it. Uh, she talks about when people were sending her death the most recent time actually, the most people when people were sending her mm-hmm. death threats about the Chris Harrison situation. Mm-hmm. Or when yeah. our own people came at us because she married outside of her race, right? Which is the hardest part mm-hmm. sometimes when your own people mm-hmm. come at you. But,
2: yeah.
0: but like mm-hmm. when things like that occur, I just ask myself, what would you do if you already loved yourself? And what I would do is never allow someone's opinion. Become fact in my mind.
3: Fuck no. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you do if you already love yourself and all those other opinions and naysayers? That's you don't even treat those as facts. Those correct. are just their right. own correct. correct. Their own like, stuff. Projections. Their own
2: projections. There are
0: their own projections. And, you, and then from yeah. like a
3: mm-hmm.
0: when you want to be on your, your your big dick energy shit, you could be like. <laughs> I have reached a certain level of success to where now I have haters.
1: Mhm. Yes.
3: That's, that's how we move. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. When we got our first piece moved. of
0: hate
3: email. Hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> that motivated
0: us so much. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it it's great. Oh my God. It really, it really should. <laughs> yes. I just saw something on. uh yes. I was watching something. On, you know, we be when you be scrolling about Christian, Christian Ronaldo. Like he's the most mm-hmm. famous. Um, Instagrammer soccer and soccer, soccer player.
1: player. Oh, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. he's the yeah. most on Instagram. Number one,
0: more than all the like mm-hmm. uh, Kardashians, right? He makes more money from Instagram than he does his actual uh, soccer career, Proficial. which is yeah. which what? is wild, uh-huh. right? And he said the other day, he said it on IG. He was like, "Thank you to my haters. Keep doing it." <laughs> yeah.
1: Like keep that engagement cool. going. Yeah, it's engagement. <laughs> uh,
0: one of the I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah. One of the homies from uh, my season was like. Everyone is hating on me right now, but little do they realize my engagement is going up.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. keep it coming.
0: <laughs> like, I, so I, that's from wow. the big dick energy side. You want to take that side? Some days, hey, I'm you, I'm doing something right in the sense of. Yep. Mhm. I have a platform, right? The other side, the yeah. side that I personally like to take, my sister will take that side. I love my sister to death. She's like, Mike, you doing? You know, she she pumps me up with the big dick energy side. The side I take mm-hmm. is, what would I do if I already love myself? Which is Yep. bruh I know what's fact about me you don't know you're just giving opinions mm-hmm. yep. and then if you got to know me in person you probably would like me like damn this dude was a black dude that came from the hood that used to eat toilet tissue that served the country that deployed for the country mm-hmm. that has held dead people mm-hmm. that like literally mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. flies back lives 90 minutes away from his men- from this kid that he mentors uh, like mm-hmm. so many positive things he writes books like get the mm-hmm. hell on somewhere bro. bruh All
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> talking out they ass yeah. lowered yeah. um so speaking of bachelor nation and we're gonna yes. keep it
1: brief very brief let's do it
3: because <laughs> we have lots of other things we want to mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. um but we yeah we just finished like a monumental season with michelle yeah we've come off of matt james's season which was a whole thing all the track the you know controversy around rachel Lindsay and chris harrison um, just, it's been a lot. Yeah, we'll it's say. crazy that was only <laughs> a year <laughs> yeah, Right. Like, that was not that long ago, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's just, it's just kind of kept coming and coming and coming in this, in this franchise. Um, you are probably over this, but the. The listeners, the fans, we're still not over Pilot Pete being chosen over you. Never. We still have that <laughs> deep-seated <laughs> vendetta against the nation. I literally forgot about nation that, for that. No in li- a <laughs> I know did. <it. laughs> but there's still, we see the chatter still. People like, what the hell? What's going on? I even say, I still, I'm not over that shit. Um, so yeah, a lot's been happening in Bachelor Nation. And then you start um, podcasting with Brian. And you have Talking It Out. Which is a Bachelor Nation uh, podcast. How was that decision for you, knowing everything that's going on in the nation, you know, Bachelor Nation, kind of quote unquote jumping into bed with the franchise during this time? What did, what did that mean for you, this opportunity? Uh,
0: so, this, you know, obviously the conversation started prior to the Chris Harrison situation, started prior to Matt James. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at that point in time, yeah. I was like, yo, this is, this is, Amazing to me, because one I felt honored that they would ask me. Two mm-hmm. I felt, and I had conversations. And if y'all have listened to my podcast, I'm, I say shit that people get mad at. You know,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the very first our very
0: first episode, uh, our producers wanted me to say how I felt about not being a bachelor. I was like, damn, they didn't cut that out. Okay, um, <laughs> so I. <laughs> get to speak honestly and candidly, which is yeah. pretty cool. I mean, there are things that, like, they they may cut to you know shorten the episode, right? Uh, mm-hmm. okay. But for the most part, I get to keep it a thousand, and I thought that that was a really good mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. my I'm not a, represented a lot in the nation as far as a, a huge voice, uh, as far as a huge platform. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and so literally y'all may or may not believe me up until about 10 days ago I had a conversation maybe 10 days ago I had a conversation with some high up producers and because I didn't realize that like people listen and so therefore I make I make people mad uh, because I do have a platform and I didn't realize it sounds crazy but I didn't realize that People actually care about my words, and so that that really mm-hmm. hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I want to say sorry uh, because I'm a representation, and so therefore my words matter. And so mm-hmm. my producers like Mike. Mm-hmm. People fuck with you, so therefore you need to like always keep it a thousand, always be yourself authentically. Mm-hmm. But you need to know that you are doing good. You know that's always been mm-hmm. like my. I want to say my Achilles heel, but something I never pay attention to, Mm -hmm. my eyes are always closed and I'm focused, like on the mission, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I got a ton of, like my Spanish teacher talking about, Mike, you're so humble, you're doing this, this, and this. You know, I'll tell her some things that y'all don't know about that, some future things. She's like, how do you just do it? I'm very tunnel vision, and my producers were telling me like, Mike, bro, you're doing good, man. Like, you got people that listen to you, and so therefore they they will get mad at you Mm -hmm. more so because you know you have a platform so therefore Mm -hmm. when much is given much is expected right and so Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. we've all heard that saying but that saying really resonated with me about 10 days ago Mm -hmm. like literally less Mm -hmm. than two weeks ago it really resonated with me like damn like I look up to I know I keep talking about I look up to Rachel Lindsay right Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I really Mm -hmm. really really do Uh, I look up to to my co-host Brian uh, mm-hmm. and a, a few other people in the nation and I'm like I am not in their league but some people look at me as like I'm in the door but not at the front of that league you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. to me that's like bruh stop playing like stop playing I don't belong whatsoever yeah. but I guess to be succinct to answer your question.
3: And you don't think you're in the le- You don't think you're in that league? Hell no. I think you definitely are. Hell no. What? Not
0: at all. Uh, like, no lies being told. But... <laughs>
3: I mean, look, I'm, I think you're beloved, though. And I think nation. you're beloved, too. You're I think very you don't belong. have
1: you don't have like a brick and mortar store. You're not on extra. You're not a brick you know and mortar mean? store. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, I you. I you. comparable to Brian's chiropractor, you know, uh, but you do have incredible opportunities that you are taking and you are very consistent. It, with yeah. your voice with your your mission and everything and that's yep. probably why people get mad at you yeah no and I feel that but it I, I
0: it was almost a good thing mm-hmm. like it, genuinely because like it helps you to realize man people do fuck with you bro yeah yeah yeah.
2: You
0: know, and, and, because it's like this this is the easiest way I can say it and the fellas will definitely know what I'm talking about when your girl don't get mad at you no more no please
1: she's on her way
0: she out she's on her way out She's on the way out. She's on the way out, right? And so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right, I'm checked yep. out." She, okay. she or he, yep. right? But you know, I'm, I'm using it in that yeah. in that context, right? Yep. But when they get mad at you, it's because they care. And so, that's exactly
2: it. Yeah, and so, yeah. Exactly yeah, and so yeah. I,
0: I took I take it like that. And so, to me, it was awesome to get a podcast with Bachelor Nation, um, mm. because I go I I'm authentically me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like I I, can have can I have can input. I have
0: input. Like I'd be like, "No, nah, I want to talk about this."
3: Yeah. I yeah.
0: do want to talk yeah. about this.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. That that flexibility and that space to be authentic is is there because I think that's crucial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Definitely so.
1: So, watching michelle's season as a black man like we enjoyed watching Michelle's season, right? We saw a lot of progress being made as people who, we recap the show every week, mm-hmm. so we're really looking at it real close. Um, mm-hmm. But how did you feel watching this show with the most black men in a cast, with a lot of representation, and did you think there was anything missing from that season?
0: I'm surprised you don't know what I'm about mm-hmm. to say. Uh, did I or did I not hit y'all up? during Michelle's season. You, okay.
3: Yes, you <laughs> did. Okay, we're you no did. <laughs> you did. That right you in. Did. we wanted to tee, tee you up. No, like, yes.
0: like I just said, I'm going to always be authentically me whether people like it or not. I
3: yeah.
0: I am who I am. I hit y'all up before y'all hit me up, you know. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. That was
1: in the DM. I didn't want to bring it up yeah. on, on the mic. I
0: mean, it is what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I will
0: say, I'll say this oh, yeah. before we get into that DM. Uh, yep. that was the first full season I've ever watched. Uh to include my own. Oh wow. Oh, wow. To include my own, right? I didn't watch my own season. Uh,
3: including your own. Yeah. <laughs> so it
0: was it was it was right. it was kinda dope to see. Uh mm-hmm. I I love the history that we made uh within Bachelor Nation I don't think Michelle get enough mm-hmm. credit because like
1: lp.com slash 2bg1r. Not nearly Like, enough. this
0: woman is just, first off, dope as can be, uh, beautiful, mm-hmm. intelligent, but then also, this woman is still a teacher, yo.
2: Yeah, Like, this she's woman really is still is, a teacher. Still like, <laughs> yeah. she still got yeah. students.
0: Like, how mm-hmm. does she not yeah. get... Mm-hmm. Like, she's on Jimmy Kimmel at 11 p.m., then at 8 a.m., she's in class. Got class. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do we not, like...
3: It's mind-boggling. To me, that deserves yeah. the
0: most credit. Like, F everything Absolutely. else. The fact that she is still teaching our future leaders while being mm-hmm. the bad... That's just dope. I just had to, like... That's just dope to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> I think about Rodney when I think of her season.
2: <laughs> he makes me <laughs> smile, like man. Fan.
0: He, he makes me smile. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy can't uh, get an apple to save his life. But uh <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I, I, lo- oh. I love her season. I love uh I love how her season ended. Uh, I, first off, Nate and Michelle are they might be the most beautiful couple in all of like like, can I, if I'm considering yeah. them in Hollywood, like, it, no B.S., like, real talk. Yeah, uh, definitely.
3: They're so pretty. Yeah, like, they, they, are they, look they look for sure, yeah. for sure. They really are good-looking Great good couple. Great-looking couple, yes. Um, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, straight up. Um, <laughs> for sure, number one in Bachelor Nation, as far as good-looking couple, I think number two is uh, Mari and uh, Kenny. Oh, uh, oh
2: yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I'm actually, like, I'm being uh, 100 with my thought about this, right? Um mm-hmm. The best-looking couple, um, totality, uh, you know, I I like talking shit, so people take my talk shit for wrong. But uh, in totality is, of course, uh, big brother, big sister, Brian, uh, Rachel. uh, But I talk shit to Brian. So, Brian, you can't be the best-looking couple. Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like talking shit to him. But it was amazing to watch her season. It truly was. uh, From the the stupidity of some of the guys to – The talking it out with the emphasis of my podcast is called, you know, being able to have those conversations and never backing down, but also knowing my place and as being a podcast host uh, and letting my uh, guests speak. It was beautiful. It was all beautiful.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. During Michelle's season, um, we're going to pivot. We're going to make a little pivot into therapy and mental health. Um, there was a lot of talk around black men in therapy, <laughs> black men in their emotions, and a lot of the stigmas around black men uh, expressing themselves. Our top three, we had three completely different experiences. We, we had did. Nate, who definitely needed some help. It needed some help opening up and opened up like a little butterfly in his cocoon. We had Brandon wielding his emotions back and forth side to side all around our television. He was. <laughs> And then we had Joe, who we didn't hear from, but I'm sure Michelle did. Yeah. Um, so as a black man in the wellness space, how did you feel watching all these different black men in all these different spaces in their mental health being represented?
0: Beautiful question. It was necessary. It was needed. It was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is, representation matters, right? It's mm-hmm. more than just saying it with words, but you need to show it with action. And so, obviously, it was Michelle who picked her final three that we're discussing, uh, but mm-hmm. it was the the cast to the casting producer who picked the predominantly black cast. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, that was I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna say positive. That was extremely needed, and it was great that it happened. Great that took place. The mm-hmm. negative I was gonna say was just that it should have happened sooner. That's it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. people just need to know that. I think that sometimes what we don't know, we're scared of, and so for those individuals that have not been around uh, a lot of black folk, we're human, baby, you know, and mm-hmm. so we have emotions just like everybody else. The way Joe handled himself was different than the way Brandon handled himself, was different than the way Nate handled himself, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I even told Nate, I said on my pod, uh, he, he made me reflect mm-hmm. the first time I was the first and only time I've ever been in love I was app, I was apprehensive like mm-hmm. as well uh, and it wasn't because it was just because like I was scared you know what I mean and so I think that was mm-hmm. how Nate was I think that Brandon was just all out there you know diving into it he wasn't scared at all That boy wanted it bad right uh, and then as we can see with Joe <laughs> Uh, with his mm-hmm. dynamic with his father, he just gets his personality from his father.
3: Straight from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that it was beautiful to see. And then Michelle, like, bro, can, she needs like some praise. Like, the way that she was able yeah. to communicate with all three of those individuals on their level of communication, right? On the three different ways. Mm-hmm. And then she would be like, yo, mm-hmm. I need more from you. Yeah. And when she needed more herself, yeah. right? I, I, it was great to see, yeah. it truly was. Mm-hmm. We need more of that. Yeah. Because also within our yeah. own community sometime. Yeah. Like it's like, bruh, come on now. Like you I'm trying to fall in love. Of course I'm gonna have emotions, you know? And so yeah. it was great yeah. to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a it's a great point that you made. Um that Michelle deserves a lot of credit for displaying that as well, but mm-hmm. also that this is the actual meaning of what we mean by diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. on this show. We saw literally with Matt James that if you stick a black person on a show, that is not enough. That mm-hmm. is not going to cut it. Because mm-hmm. that was the biggest disaster fire, just dumpster fire, just <laughs> terrible, <laughs> awful. We talk about it all the time. It was horrible. It was. They no, made terrible. every mistake that you could make with a black man on a show. Every single one was wrong. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> but Yikes. we see now, with really um, just displaying to this very white audience that the black male heterosexual experience is not monolithic. That is actual diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for making those points because that's that's definitely definitely what we've been talking about. We've been preaching.
0: Um, mm-hmm. It's necessary, and I hope that it doesn't stop. W- yeah. What's whatsoever, and I'm talking about not even just. Black folk. I'm talking about Indian folk. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. talking about my, mm-hmm. uh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about all my Asian folk. I'm talking about just in mm-hmm. totality. Like when I auditioned yeah. to when they had me audition to be the bachelor, I was like, look, I want the, I want the world. You feel me? Like I want a depiction of the world as my, as the ladies. You know, and so yeah. Hopefully, it keeps it keeps coming.
3: Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm just gonna throw in a question. So there's a lot of talk about the interview with Nate on the podcast Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: how the conversation went or what, what was your takeaway? I don't know if you've read the hate people are saying, like, I think having an honest conversation, two people, two black men, maybe not agree on certain things. It is what it is. It kind of demonstrates again, you're not a monolith. You guys can have disagreements and think different things about how things are portrayed on TV or whatever. What's your kind of takeaway or conclusion from that conversation that you had with him that you know maybe people don't know about or you want to share. It's the
0: emphasis of what our podcast is called, talking it out, and that's what Nate and I mm-hmm. both said. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. it was cut out when he said, "Bro, I love this podcast." Uh, we talked it out. Mm. That's ex- mm-hmm. exactly what we did. Uh, what Brian yeah. uh, asked the question off the back, off the rip number one question. He mm-hmm. said was, "So, because Brian knows, I mean, Brian, me and Brian, and I talk." I have absolutely zero hate for uh, Nate. There's only one person I like on that season, which I'm not gonna say, but it was not Nate whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. I told Nate, uh, Michelle, and one of the producers, they know, but like, it wasn't Nate whatsoever. I think that it's absurd, and I told Nate this, I think that it's absurd that uh, the tweet that I said, which was, how did we feel about Nate? I'm watching him close, uh, made it seem like I hated him. like. I literally have no hate for Nate, <laughs> not trying to even rhyme, I just don't have no hate for the boy, you know, and yeah. I, I'm i sad that I hurt Nate, I made him feel that way in that time, me and Nate, we, we Gucci now at this point, uh, but I'm sad mm-hmm. that I made him feel that way, that I did, didn't uh, like him. Uh, like I said, it was the first full season I watched to include my own. So, therefore, I yeah. definitely don't like <laughs> yeah. it yet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on, bruh. You know, uh, mm-hmm. bruh as in totality. And
2: mm.
0: I think, again, that conversation was so necessary because I'm proving to y'all. I'm going to always say whatever the F I feel. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm yep. proving to
0: y'all that not I am, but we, Nate and I, are proving to y'all that black men can disagree and mm-hmm. right. show love. And Mm -hmm. come together, which is exactly what Nate and Mm -hmm. I did. Nate and I have Mm -hmm. FaceTime. We've had calls. We hit each other up now. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But Mm -hmm. people say, Mike, you need to apologize, or Mike, kill yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, the day that that happened, Mm -hmm. my cousin got the cousin. My cousin got shot in the neck, and I was at my great grandma's funeral. And I'm like, and I, I wanted y'all know I could pop off. A damn show could pop off, but I,
2: yeah,
0: I was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna pop off. I'm gonna let Nate have this time. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let the fans have their time, uh, and I'm just gonna uh-huh. simply sit back, reflect, learn, because there were things that, mm-hmm. as a podcast host, you're not the guest, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so y'all know this. Mm-hmm. I need to know my place.
2: Yeah,
0: my place is the yeah. host, and so therefore, mm-hmm. I'm not going to completely defend myself. Uh, I'm going to continue to keep the conversation going and give the audience, the yeah. listeners, what they desire, which is a, a authentic conversation. Yeah. And then also, yeah. I'm going to uplift my guests, which Nate needs no uplifting, but I feel that that's what we were able to do. We are able to talk it out, which we did. We were able to show that black yeah. men do have love for each other, and we are human beings. And when we have disagreements, yeah. we can talk it out constructively like adults, which is exactly what we did. But the fans, yeah are the ones that were not acting like adults, not all, but some. Uh, Mm -hmm. And
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I just think that Nate and Michelle are the most beautiful couple, and I want the best for them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you said said it there first. You feel like you hit your objectives of the conversation. You guys had an honest conversation. I think you demonstrated, as you said, people can have disagreements, and still at the end you can say they're a beautiful couple, and I'll move on. Absolutely.
0: I I genuinely, to this day, I was like, man, I just said the same, I just repeated what some other people from on that show, not the contestants, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: some other people that we saw on the show had said, and I was just yeah.
2: listening mm-hmm.
0: to them. I'm like, damn, my bad, I'm wrong, okay? Like, to me, it genuinely, mm-hmm. like I've said, I think Jamie, Jamie's also a black guy. I came at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in my podcast, I said mm-hmm. something about his ass. <laughs> And yeah, right. Him. And so, like, no, seriously, right? This is how I was looking at it yeah. in my perspective. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hold up, Jamie's black, Nate's black, but no one had anything when I came to Jamie, and I came to Jamie, like on my podcast, yeah. I came to Jamie, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So that helped me to learn a lot about human behavior and the psychology mm-hmm. of human beings, mm-hmm. and so that was beautiful mm-hmm. to see and I'm I'm happy I went through that experience. Um, Like I told Nate, if y'all listen to the podcast, you know, I can't wait to play basketball with him. i will make sure I go to his left. Uh, You know, like, (laughs) I love – I I ain't got no hate against him. You feel me? Like, it's baffling to me that people think that I have to always be on someone's, like, 100% team. Like, I just talked – I talked Mm -hmm. about Rodney. Uh, I have zero ill will towards Rodney whatsoever, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't. But I'm what you call a human being. And
3: (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> exactly. We are human. Like, <laughs> Which shouldn't need reminding, but often needs reminding in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> like people quickly forget And this that. is what I
0: talk about, yeah. like when I say it's sometimes hard to connect because like, <sighs> I, I'm a uh, we get paid from IG, right? We get paid from this stuff, right? Social media. I, mm-hmm. I get paid in multiple ways, outside of this as well, but this is a paycheck. And so therefore, we see numbers. All of us are intelligent. All three of us on this call, and everyone listening is intelligent. We see how... Mm-hmm. Oh, if I say it like if I said this like that, I would get more engagement, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I think Mm -hmm. I continue to prove. Three years later, I'm Mm -hmm. just gonna still be authentically me. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Like Mm -hmm. I think that that should be applauded. Mm -hmm. And then also, I apologize. I I uh, I didn't apologize. I hear Nate. Nate hears me, and we come together. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I think that is a, a beautiful thing of two black men. Mm-hmm. Showing that we love each other. Yep. Showing that we're listening to each other. And showing that we got each other's yeah. back. And that's what Nate and I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's all. That's
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Because that, it really, people were really bigging that up. It really wasn't that crazy. I listened yeah. to it and I was like, is this, this is what you want to talk about? <sighs> <laughs> like, that's what I thought. But... People
3: were all up in our DMs like, yeah, oh, I'm crazy. Do this. what do yeah, you guys like... think? Can y'all address this? And I'm like, Address what? What what we (laughs) exactly? I sound like two men have a productive conversation. conversation. (laughs) Well, I think that,
0: and that's why I said I learned about a lot about human behavior and psychology. Right? There's two things: one, recency bias; Uh, two, we. I saw this. I remember looking at that uh, that tweet, and I I kept it up there Mm -hmm. so I can pay attention to it. Right? I would see people. Mm -hmm. I would see my likes going down, which is a direct statement of Mm -hmm. oh. This is a bad thing. Everyone else says it's bad, so therefore I should unlike it. Unlike. Mm-hmm. Which means they mm-hmm. didn't see it that bad, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. when a, a big group of people,
2: yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, for example, if I said, mm-hmm. which
0: I would never do, but if I said I'm voting for Donald Trump, right, and then everyone's like, nah, bro, that's stupid, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, then I change my mindset, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that at times, we as human beings, we have that it's like yo i'm gonna jump i'm gonna go where everyone else is going Mm -hmm. and so i literally saw that and to me it was kind of i'm gonna say this lightly it was cool to be able it was it's it was sucked i ain't gonna front it sucked to be the guinea pig right but (laughs) for me to be able to see it firsthand like oh wow this is how um
2: this is how it operates right
0: Mm -hmm. you know uh, because i genuinely again i love nate have no hate towards him i listened. I watched the tell the episode like a fan not like like i told nate yeah i knew right. he was gonna be my podcast yeah
1: <laughs> right
3: right right yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh word so moving on from that even so you you have such a strong focus on your platform on self-love yes you know your book making the love you want Uh-oh. very much focused on self-love recency bias people forgot um, that i
0: do all that stuff you know trying to make people love themselves but, you
3: know. yeah what got a big up off? Of course. Um, who who would you say is your target audience in your head? Like, who do you make content for? Who, when you're talking about self love, who is this? Who are you trying to reach um, with your message? I would
0: say honestly, I haven't had a um, uh, what do we call it uh, a a. Uh, a Perfect avatar as of yet. I haven't had one, and the reason for that is because I think okay. that everyone deserves self-love. Every single human on this earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. My TV show that I created is called "A More Sweet," which means self-love in Latin, because it's the root of who we all are. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. I would say that my I have an audience that I'm going after for my this, mm-hmm. the the sex aspect. I'm gonna have an audience for that, but when it comes mm-hmm. to self-love, mm-hmm. everybody, every race, every gender, every class everybody. Mm -hmm.
3: I mean, it definitely is a universal message. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: And I think the... I did talk about... Also with you... I'm sorry. My apologies. No, I was going to say, with you continuing to remain authentic, I mean, just similar to Justine and I, like, I think what people flock to about us is our authenticity
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. um, when we first started this podcast we were not thinking about our audience being majority white women mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you know majority white women do listen to us That's majority white women in bachelor nation mm-hmm. um, but I think it's just your authenticity is what kind of attracts even people that you might not even be thinking about as I your do audience agree necessarily Completely. yeah I
0: like you just said uh, like in my book right making the love you want I shout out and highlight black women, but I knew that majority mm-hmm. white women would be reading my book
2: mm-hmm. knowing your audience, because I know my yeah. audience, right? Mm-hmm. But
0: at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm going to be authentic to who I am, and, and to because yeah. to, people, yeah. people, white women, they like me for me,
2: mm-hmm. you know. And so
0: I, I find that a beautiful thing. And so I would be doing those women a disservice if I'm no longer being authentic to myself. Mm-hmm. And if that goes. That's a gem for all people. Like, yeah. You could let's say let's say um, you could be a woman in a corporate environment. You know, with all these men, right? For example, don't change yourself, baby, because you're doing a disservice to those men, and to the future women coming behind you for not being authentically yourself. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. when I do the things that I have done in the past. No, I wasn't thinking whatsoever about when I wore my do-rag on the show, I'm just a black dude that you wore a do-rag on the show.
3: You I mean? <laughs> you were just... I ain't thinking about nothing else. Like,
0: I'm being authentically right. myself. And so, this goes for everybody. This, this is bigger than uh, race. Be authentically you. Yeah. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole, homie. You gotta stop that. But outside that's of that,
1: you see? know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's a... I think that's an interesting message from anyone in the wellness space. Um, wellness has really been monetized after the twenty sixteen election. It's been yes definitely a thing for a long time, but after the twenty sixteen election, it really became this like yeah. thing that capitalism really attacks. Very much so. Self love is one of those things that doesn't really make a whole lot of money. Very much like, so. Loving yourself doesn't really like profit for bigger corporations or even Instagram dollars. Um, so just for for our listeners, especially for anybody who's going through a COVID winter, because that is what we are going through uh, right now in New York City, there's no grounding, there's no beach, there's no waves, there's no forest, there's no trees, there's no nothing. Um, how do you practice um, that sort of everyday practice of self-love? What do you recommend for all of us around the country, around the world?
0: Trust yourself. What I mean by trust yourself Mm -hmm. is, do something every day to make you better. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, do something every day to make yourself better. Like I trust myself uh, from the little things, like I have asthma, right? When I put my inhaler in my backpack when I'm on the plane and I'm like, man, you know, I'm about to, I'm feeling like my chest is tight, but I put my inhaler in my backpack. That makes me feel a little bit better about myself, right? That's just something extremely minimal. Uh, to big things like, I'm staying in the hunt uh, for learning Spanish. Like I'm learning something, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know how happy I get in class when I get a word right. I'm like yes, you know. <laughs> that, that, that that little thing helps so much, and people can do that on the internet. Uh, knowing that there's somebody out there that wishes they were in your position. Somebody wished. Mm-hmm right now that they was in New York City in a mm-hmm. building uh, with with yeah. rats everywhere, but knowing that when this is over, there's creators and people that they can connect with. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a really big thing for me. That's why I personally love mm-hmm. traveling, right? Because I know that it, it makes me stay grounded. Uh, one of my biggest things is just making sure my cousins know that they can do everything that I do. And so that makes me stay mm-hmm. grounded, right? Something else mm. that I'm really big on, babe. You gotta shake that ass, and I'm not talking about twerking. I'm talking about moving, like exercising. Uh, <laughs> y'all know how I talk, right? Uh, I could I could change my colloquialism and sound intelligent. I really can, but I choose to just you know just chill. I like y'all, and so not over
1: here. Not over here. When I do my
0: TED talk, I might change. It. No, I ain't gonna even change it when I do my TED. I'm still
1: yeah. gonna shake my ass. I on. ain't gonna
0: say shake my ass on a TED talk. I'm I'm, like, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be me. You'll uh, we'll get
3: yours, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but you have, you must work out. Like that ha- it's the most underutilized antidepressant. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a fact.
2: Like mm-hmm. if you're in your house,
0: mm-hmm. do some jumping jacks. Put on, I, I like, I really like Bruno Mars. Put on some Bruno Mars or whoever you're listening to, and just like dance around the house. <laughs> like yo. If you practice a TikTok dance, that's a cardio workout, no lie. <laughs>
3: that's movement. Like, it I, is movement. I,
0: I can't is. stress mm-hmm. enough movement, uh, exercise. Yeah. Uh, one big one right here, and this is one thing, honestly, that got me out of a depression from a long time ago, is being, the first word is genuine. Genuinely making somebody else smile.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, that's, Outside of working out, that's like the biggest one for me. Like, if I see a a person uh, carrying groceries and they man or a woman, because it's not just a woman thing, right? I think that uh, sometimes men forget that we can help a man out as well. Like if I see somebody carrying groceries, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna run over and make sure I open the door for that individual, right? Uh, And Mm -hmm. they say thank if they say thank you, it's like oh man, yeah, you're welcome. You know, it's just
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I find enjoyment. In helping human beings. Uh, yeah. I find enjoyment in working out. Uh, I find enjoy, enjoyment and love for myself when I trust myself. If I say I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and then I actually do it, if I say I'm going to read mm-hmm. 10 books in 2022 and I, I'm, I catch myself wanting to come home and read 10 pages today, mm-hmm. over two months, that's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's mm-hmm. like a child. Mm-hmm. Like I, well, I'll, t- I'll take mm-hmm. myself for example. I, I, I get so frustrated every single day in my Spanish class because I'm not the best, right? Mm-hmm. And when you learn something new, they always tell you most human beings become frustrated when they're not good at something, right? But yeah. when you stick with something, and you ain't got to stick with everything, but when you stick with something that you are passionate about, that will make you so much happier when you get through the hump. And so Mm -hmm. if you like to, I love to write erotica, right? Uh, I love to write poetry, right? Uh, So if I tell myself, yo, I feel bad today, let me write, and then I actually write about it, and then I I reflect upon it, that stuff makes me feel happy. And like, I'm not the, my perspective is different, right? I could say, you know, do yoga, I could say meditation, I could say journaling, but I I would be lying. I Mm -hmm. don't do those things. The things I do are the things mm-hmm. I just told y'all.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, self-trust is, I'm on a self-trust journey right that's now. real. Building my trust with my that's, own damn self. It's real. It is real. But I think you're right in that it is very based in self-love because when you build trust with yourself, you're the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself. When you Period. break that trust, then that's when you see, at least I could feel, just even the treatment of myself mm-hmm. i don't treat myself with as much love mm-hmm. because i'm like girl you said that you're gonna do this forever and you ain't doing it yeah. so mm-hmm. you know f that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i i just want to like punctuate that because i'm currently on that right now that that is so true
0: it's real it yeah. makes me feel so good when i'm like damn mike homie you said you was gonna do that and you did it that's what's up because mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. what that does i got my homies for life like they asked me some questions i asked them questions and i'm like Life is like Legos, so if you want to take self love, think of it like Legos. It's just literally one piece on top of the next piece. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. and then one day mm-hmm. you have this beautiful sculpture, right? And so, therefore, with self trust, self trust literally builds confidence, literally builds love within self. And so, it's just mm-hmm. one piece at a time. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like
0: someone who is a, uh, a who's an addict, right? I bet you they love themselves more once they hit that. Uh, one week goal, once I hit that uh, one month goal, once I hit that six months goal once I hit that one year goal, once I hit that ten year goal
2: mm-hmm.
0: it feels good because like you said mm-hmm. the most important relationship is the relationship with ourselves the most important relationship is what we tell ourselves in between our ears
3: mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely um, Side note you write erotica? Where can we read? Said Erotica. What is your pseudo name? Where can we find this?
0: Uh, I'm not ready to share that. that
3: in there. I was like, right write that down. Come back to it.
1: Like, what kind of tumbler? What kind of yeah, water what a pad is this? Is this?
0: Uh, you might see me on Deep Deep oh, Sea, I, but I'm not ready to share that just yet. Uh, one day. <laughs> okay. One day. one day. We'll
3: follow deep up sea. on that. Yeah. Deep <laughs> sea. Okay. Oh, God. Um. So, yeah. So, talk to us about therapy. Justine and I, we've both been to therapy, been in therapy. We talk a lot about therapy on the Curly. podcast. Hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just therapy as, like, the practice of talking through your stuff with a third party sounds like you've been to therapy different forms of therapy um can you talk about maybe some of the best tools or things you've learned from therapy why you're a proponent of it um yeah
0: uh so people may or may not know i was in the air force uh and i went to therapy for while i was in the air force and when i got out of the military uh, um i i have a crazy life i have you know i have a crazy life Mm -hmm. um I'm so blessed. I remember, you know, from eating toilet tissue to being shot Mm. at, I mean, just so many different things that have taken place in my life, Mm. to being here. Mm. And and so I've been through therapy myself uh, with a therapist and then, but now I say my therapy is just my homeboys where we get to be extremely vulnerable and courageous. Mm. I'm personally, like in my TED talk, I took out all the words of vulnerability. I added all the words of courage because I think that Mm. men, sometimes think that vulnerability is weakness right and some women think that Mm -hmm. vulnerability is weakness as well and so i wanted to change that mindset i wanted to subconsciously change everyone's individual thought and say courage because when you think of courage you Mm -hmm. think of okay i'm brave right and so i want people to be brave and know that it's a brave thing to be vulnerable it's a courageous thing and so i have found that like Brene Brown says, or like Bell Hooks says. Mm -hmm. If y'all don't know Bell Hooks, Mm -hmm. make sure y'all get up on Bell Hooks. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's literally growth. Like I I, I smile thinking about it. Uh, There's a young lady that I told, I said, uh, you put a smile on my face just by calling me today. Right? I think when I was a younger man, that's nothing I would have said because that was like me being open a bit more, right? I want to be all hard and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But that's just a, a simple example of that, right? And so by going to therapy, it has helped me to realize that if I'm being honest and open with someone and they don't accept it, then thank you, baby, you ain't for me.
2: Mm-hmm. If I'm, uh, mm-hmm.
0: I've gathered from therapy that it's something that is not a test. Like you take the test on March 23rd and then on March 24th you're done with it. Uh, figuring out yourself is a lifelong process. You know, it's something that yep. that we will continue to always work on ourselves. And if you don't work on yourself, baby, hopefully this is your reminder to start working on yourself, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I work on myself all the time. I'm here right now working on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm by myself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah. I, I yeah. genuinely have found it to be – one of the biggest things is that people may not know what you're talking about, but they can feel your heart. And so, especially when it's a one-on-one situation, it's hard when you're on the internet and stuff, mm-hmm. but when it's a one-on-one situation that mm-hmm. can fill your heart. And so, mm-hmm. when you learn how to fill your own heart,
3: mm-hmm. you're
0: able to convey that to somebody else.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
0: one of the biggest things I've learned. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And also, I would say, just to your point about um, reframing vulnerability is like being brave and courageous mm-hmm. i think therapy is so scary for so many people yeah, it is. they know that's what comes from it they know there's going to be growth mm-hmm. at the end of this mm-hmm. but Correct. it's so scary to even just like step in because they know it's about to be fucking scary Fork. as hell to open yeah. up to somebody or open up to themselves really yeah. um and i think particularly for men i mean it's so refreshing to talk to somebody like you a black man who's been through therapy who can now talk about the benefits of therapy to others um, but it's still, I'm even talking personally, I have people in my life that they need therapy mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would love to be able to encourage them to do so. And, but talking to them about it, it's it's the brave thing to do that, that bravery is scary though, that's scary. It is,
0: but that's why I wanted to change the word uh, because vulnerability makes it sound more scary, at least to me it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. But when you say courageous, mm-hmm. I'm like a alpha male, right? And so I'm like, oh, oh, it's courageous. All right, what's up, let's go. You know, that's how I look at it. That's how I frame it in my brain, right? So that's how I impute it upon people with that framework.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we got something to talk about, Mike. Okay. Okay.
3: In those seven minutes.
1: Because we are moving on from your brain to what's going on in social media. So so it's very interesting right now to see how black men are making waves in the podcast space. Mm. Um, I've been dipping my toe into the cisgendered heterosexual male podcast space. Just dipping my toe in. There's a couple of uh, the girls, a couple of the dolls. Shout out to Drew. Shout out to Wakanda on the Weekends who are taking care of those men for us. I have no interest in that. Let's do it. However, do it. Uh, from Kevin Samuels to Fresh and Fit, uh, there's a lot of men just profiting off of the hatred and misogynoir of black women. Yes. A lot of profit is being made. Um, Mm -hmm. And for those of you who do not know who Kevin Samuels is, he posts on all platforms, (laughs) YouTube, IG, Patreon, the nerve of him having a Patreon, (laughs) um, conversations (laughs) about degrading black women and uplifting what he calls the high value man. Um, Fresh and fit, same thing. They also have a Patreon, YouTube, IG, podcast, um, blatantly using their platform to degrade black women, particularly dark skinned black Mm -hmm. women. Um, And just saying all of the tropes and kind of falling all into them. Do you Oh tell yeah, us I what just, you I, think? I know you leaned Yeah, down. I, You so sure did Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: is, I don't get asked this question so I appreciate it.
1: Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. wait what was it
0: not Kevin Sam's, we know him. What was the other one? Fresh and fit. Those are Fresh boys from Florida.
1: I it sounds like it, yep. One's <laughs> t- <those laughs> taller and light skinned, one shorter and dark Them t- some
0: fucking t- dumbasses.
1: <laughs>
0: like preach. I could not believe what they said. About my black women, like particularly, like you said, my dark skinned black women, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: that. It just make me like. I'm glad I didn't say what I just did. It just makes me. Mm-hmm. It makes me embarrassed. It makes mm-hmm. me want to. It make me want to slap them. It makes me. It <laughs> it makes me want to pull up with the baddest dark skinned black woman and shit on all of them. It makes mm-hmm. it, it, it makes me. It's embarrassing, and it, what, what hurts on the other side? What hurts about that? When they say stuff like that, black women will then look at me, and be like, "Okay, he don't like black women," and I'm like, yeah. "I'm like, baby, no, mm-hmm. you you can't mm-hmm. allow these dumbasses to impenetrate mm-hmm. your beautiful mindset." hmm mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: And that's all I got to say about them. I don't even think they need more time. Uh, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, have, I actually have a lot of questions about it just because y- y- this is the representation that's out there, and it's working. Yes. That's what's so unfortunate yes. is that the marketing yeah, is working. they
3: have such huge platforms. They do, they huge do. Huge
1: platforms, huge <laughs> followings, and just the fact that they have the nerve to ask for money from individual people on a monthly basis <laughs> is so crazy to what's, me. What, but it's working.
0: What's scary about that is that you got these... 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, yep. 19, 20, 21, 22, yes. 23 year yes. old boys, yes.
2: Boys, yes. boys that
0: yes. are like, okay, subconsciously, black women, especially dark, skinned black mm-hmm. women are not was hot. I bet,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. bro,
0: have you seen Kelly Rowland? Shut up, you know, what I mean, like, <laughs> like what is you saying right now? You feel me, <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. have you seen selling uh mm-hmm. Tampa? Like, come on, bro, like,
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: and and I can go for days on it, right. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and so I think subconsciously what stuff like they're saying is in penetrating these young boys right and saying okay these are the women I should not talk to and it's also in penetrating these 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 young girls if and when I have kids if I have a a dark-skinned daughter I want her to know that she's effing beautiful I want her to know that her ebony skin is gorgeous
2: you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. I want her to know
0: that, baby. When you know, black don't crack. When you go, older, you're gonna be good. You know, uh, <laughs> like, and and I don't want these black girls to feel less than. And yeah. but what they these, mm-hmm. and guess what, them dudes on that podcast, they would say the same thing. They would say, I don't want these black girls to feel less mm-hmm. than. But then why your ass saying this stuff, bro? And doesn't
3: make any sense. Yeah. And
0: so, it's it's throw up that's what it is mm-hmm. it's literally mm-hmm. it's literally throw up what they're saying um mm-hmm. like the name calling that they were doing like uh, just yeah. in totality like because that's the only thing i've seen of them i've, I've seen kevin sandwich because he's been that, that boy be doing some wild shit uh yeah
1: all over
0: everything <laughs> he'd be on the T- kevin be wild uh, the
3: reach. Mm-hmm. That's what's scary. They it's have such. The reach. Reach. And then he's yeah. an older yeah. man
0: too, so it make it even more wild. It's Ayo. like, it's like, bro, <laughs> like, like
1: divorced <laughs> older man. I didn't. I didn't know his uh, relationship status. Twice divorced. Oh. Twice divorced. Yes. Oh, so, oh.
0: so is he um, bitter?
1: Oh, there's a lot of things. That sounds that I think like he
0: it. Is. <laughs> there's a lot of things I think he is. I. Mm. It's just <laughs> with Kevin. <laughs> like let me cuz I'll be going off on people and I just don't care. Cause that's what it is. <laughs> I got I got like a minute. So but with Kevin. I know, I know. There is like with his reach, he should realize like your honesty is imputing people and giving the wrong message and you're literally self-hating your own people. You would say that you don't have mm-hmm. self-hate for your people but that's the message that's yeah. coming across for your people. So again, right, Kevin, right. if you hear this, mm-hmm. you would say that you don't have self-hate, but that's the message that you effing coming across for to your own exactly. people.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. You could've asked that question mm-hmm. earlier. I would've, I would've went all I way know. longer. Oh,
1: man, Mike, <laughs> we gotta have you back in another couple of months, because I, I have, have, have a lot of questions
3: about this. <laughs> that, that's a whole episode within itself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. But uh, we know that you were running low on time. Tell us yeah. everywhere that we can stalk you, follow you, pay you, everything. Uh, yeah.
0: The only way I would say is go to BBBS.org and uh, consider becoming a mentor of Big Brothers Big Sisters. That's where you can find me.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's
3: amazing. Uh, Mike, it was great to have you. Great so, to connect with you. I great to chat it. with you about all things. Good luck in Mexico. Thank you. Studying yes. your Spanish, we can't have you being the worst in class now. We'll to turn that <laughs> around.
0: I was tripping when I said I'm a, I'm a learn Spanish and also I'm gonna do a TED talk and also I'm gonna eat six times a day and have the best body ever. Yeah. Like I was doing, You're doing too much.
1: Yeah, I was doing, You're doing a lot. Better. You're doing a lot, but we're in all of that though. In all of that. Yeah, that's
3: always something. striving. It's amazing.
0: And in all that, I would say. Thanks for coming back. Thank you, I appreciate you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you can find me on Talking It Out as well. Yes.
3: Yes. Got to plug out. the pod. Yes, I, will plug exactly. my, I will plug my podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to plug myself individually, but I'll plug my podcast for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk and get out. Well, thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Everybody go follow Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yep. Go listen to Talk It Out. Um, and we hope to have you back soon. No, I, Let's mm-hmm. keep chatting. We got many more to dig into, clearly. <laughs> no, <laughs> yep. Definitely so.
0: <laughs> Congratulations on your success so far. And much congrats for the success that you will have.
3: Thank you. Absolutely. Thank y'all. Thanks, Mike. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Peace. Yep. Bye. Bye.